on Triple M Mining HQ. Hello and welcome to Mining HQ, your go-to show for everything happening in the mining industry. Coming up on today's edition, I'll be catching up with the FIFO guy, Lockie Samuel, to chat about a mining mental health sundowner, which is happening in the northwest tomorrow. Plus, one of Australia's leading health and wellness experts, Nat Nissen. She is back with us. We're going to be talking about Mind, Body and Mastery online program, which she has available and talk about the feeling of belonging and its importance. So let's get into things. Good morning, Chris. Hello, Pablo Miller. Morning to you on the phone. Well, she's one of the world's um, leading health and wellness experts. Decades of experience helping others achieve optimal health. And it's always great to have her on Mining HQ. Nat Nissen, good morning. Good morning. We're going to Thank pick... you so much for having me. Oh, it's great. You're a wealth of information. Always want to tap into what you have to say. Um, now, before we were talking about sleep, you know, sleep deprivation, mm. the importance of sleep, and there's a lot more that could have been said, but let's, let's just go back and uh, pick up on if you want a productive day, what should you be doing? Absolutely. One of the big things, especially with FIFO, is when you're back at home, make sure you've got a plan for your days because on site, you know, you get up, you're going to work, you're organised. A lot of people when they get home, they lose their purpose. So they get home and there's really no reason to get up. So what we want to do is make sure that as you're sticking, we spoke last time about sticking as much as you can to the bedtime routine and the sleep schedule. As you're getting up and you're ready to wake up, Make sure you've got something to wake up for, that you've got a hobby, you're catching up with mates, you're going to the gym. Make sure you've got a life planned at home so that you're not feeling like you're isolated in either place and you are feeling like there's a reason to get out of bed, get up and do things because there's nothing more tiring than having no purpose. The second would be no devices. Now, I know that you know there's a lot of information on blue lights, etc. wear blue light glasses, But the fact is, if we're looking at devices about around 30 minutes before bed, we are saying to our mind, it's it's time to switch on. We we don't want to go to sleep yet. We're we're getting ready to be active. So 30 minutes prior to bed, please pop your device away. It tells your mind that you're ready to go to sleep. And it's one of those things, one of those things we can put into the routine that says time for sleep. We're telling our mind what to do, not the other way around. Drinking, just make sure that you're very aware that drinking may put you to sleep, but it will most likely it will most likely mean that you're waking up through the night and it will give you a really low quality sleep. Your body and your digestive system, your liver has to do many more processes if you're going to be drinking. So really try to keep the alcohol to a minimum if you want a good sleep. Again, the caffeine, not any after 1 p.m. Don't be eating too close to bed because what happens is your body says, right, I'm full of food and now you want me to go to sleep. Which one would you like me to do? Would you like me to digest properly or would you like me to sleep properly? And your body says, well, I'm not going to do either. I'm not going to digest properly and I won't sleep properly either. So please make sure that you're leaving enough time before you've eaten before you go to bed, that should be about two hours. And please make sure that you're eating very slowly. We've spoken about that before. Um, Now, there is always exceptions to the rule, yoga, 
Pilates, etc., are fine, but really high intensity training lasting at night will keep you awake. So try and make sure that you're not doing high intensity exercise right before bed. Do some stretches, finish with some cool downs, just make sure that you're doing something relaxing. And please speak to your healthcare professional about supplements because magnesium, melatonin, valerian, they really do work. You've just got to get the right one for you and they can make a really big difference. Now, what about some of the conversations about, oh, I'll just have a little nana's nap, maybe 20 minutes and then I'll be full of beans. Is there any truth in that? Look, for some people, a nana's nap really does work. If it's more than 20 minutes, it's going to be incredibly harmful for your sleep later on. Um, I'm not someone who can sleep in the day. It will impact my sleep hugely at night. Um, And I would generally, if you've already got sleeping issues and you're already um, out of timing and out of routine with sleep as FIFO workers are, I would not recommend it. I would recommend sticking with a very set routine and trying to make sure that you're doing other things to relax your body and other things to make sure you've got the energy, such as have you got the nutrients in your body? Have you been deep breathing? Have you got the oxygen in your body? Is your body, is your nervous system overstressed? Do we need to look at those things? So sleep is not always the answer. We need to be making sure what else is going on in your body. And I think it's really important for FIFO workers to make sure that they're keeping their sleep in a very, very tight schedule. Now, um, I, I sort of raised this comment to you, Nat, and you said you recently wrote about this uh, connection, care, community, cure. You know, connection to ourselves and others is so important. Oh, uh, look, it's vital. It. Um, I, I wrote a, a piece on connection, compassion, and care. Now, we've got to make sure we've really moved away from connection to ourselves. We've moved towards devices, towards other people telling us, towards you know the television telling us what's wrong with us and, and what's happening. We've lost that connection with ourselves and you know, for example, people will wake up and say, oh, my device is telling me how, how well I slept. You know how well you slept. Your own body is telling you how well you slept. So we first have to connect in with ourselves because we know more about our bodies than anyone else. It's so incredibly important that we also have connection with others because we are human beings which we are designed to be in a community. We're designed as society. We're designed to be able to help each other and to add value to each other's lives, which is one of the reasons why so many people have mental health challenges when they feel like they're isolated and they're not contributing to other people's lives. They don't have a sense of value and purpose. So it's really important to make sure that we're connected with ourselves because then we also find that we don't say yes to things that we don't want to. We don't put our position ourselves in, in positions that uh, we would otherwise not do if we were honouring ourselves. And we make sure that we're part of something larger than ourselves. And I keep saying this, but it's so incredibly important. So when when FIFO workers are on, I know a lot of it is about, you know, you're going there, you're going to work, doing your work, going home. It's incredibly important that we actually give people one, actually a Western Australian report um, was done in 2018. The government of Western Australia did a study for the Mental Health Commission And they found that feelings of anxiety and depression um, for FIFO workers 
were particularly involved with not feeling like they belong. So they don't feel like they belong at, at camp. And when they come home, they don't feel like they belong. Also traveling long distances that encroached on their own time to get to work and no blend in the community. So they actually found that for those communities that did an induction with their families, for example, when they first started, had a 10% improvement on mental health. So what we'd like to see is more induction. We'd like to see more community being involved so that when the FIFO workers come home and they talk about whoever their friends are or whoever they were talking to in camp, their families at home know who they're talking about and there's a connection there. It can get very lonely when you come home and you feel like you've got two separate lives. So there was a significantly um, better mental health report, especially when the accommodation was permanent. So instead of going up and having a different um, different campsite or different arrangement every time you go up, when the FIFO workers had a common place to go, there was a significantly significantly better mental health outcome. Another thing that was shown was when meaningful connections were made, it w- wasn't just having a gym or a pool table or going into the mess hall. It was actually organised activities. So what we need is for leaders in the in the organisation to step up to destigmatise mental health, and we actually need people to organise these activities like barbecues, gym days, sporting events, cricket, whatever it may be, because it's the organised events that make the difference, not just having a gym, not just having a pool table. So the feeling of belonging um, that was really important. It was shown that the leadership within the organisation was instrumental in making that happen and making the team feel engaged and energised. Um, as I said, destigmatizing mental health and having permanent rooms or something that permanently belonged to them. Um, so when we're talking about connection with each other, when we're speaking about FIFO workers, we're obviously speaking about a lot of different connections because we've got the connections at camp, we've got the connections at home, and as I said, we do want to make sure that they are intertwining just a little bit because that can make the that can make the team members feel like they've got a complete picture in their life instead of two separate entities, which can be very very isolating. Another thing was making sure, obviously, that they've got um, proper internet and proper connection to the outside world when they are at camp. But feeling like you're part of a community is absolutely about buddy programs, group programs, getting to know your workers, finding out what their main interests are, you know, actually get to know them and find out. What are they interested in? Are they interested in sport? Are they interested in chess? If you've got enough people that are interested in chess, why don't you have a chess group? You know, when when the FIFO workers go home, is there a way that they can keep in contact with each other? Because we don't want them just leaving and having their separate life at work, having their separate life at home. We do want to combine them in some kind of way. Um, And basically connection, it's going to mean that you're feeling 
fulfilled as opposed to unfulfilled, meaning that you're going to feel like you belong instead of feeling like an outsider, making it feel like you have passion and creativity and you're part of something larger than yourself instead of going to work and feeling like you're just a number and you're bored. You're just turning up to do the work and going home, which can be incredibly demoralizing for a lot of people. So connecting in with yourself, knowing how to connect in with yourself, journaling, meditating, um, listening to music, just sitting there in silence, listening to music that you really enjoy, being able to just be with yourself, calm your nervous system down before bed. These are all really, really simple, easy techniques to connect in with yourself and learn how to be with yourself and honour yourself. And being able to connect with other people, that's unbelievably important as as a human being it's something that we need and we need to feel like we are contributing to other people's lives in a positive way you've covered uh, so much ground there and i'm sure there's even more nance um before we go you've got a, a men's mind body mastery group program coming up can you tell us a bit about that Yes, yes, thank you. We focus on the four pillars, physical, mental, emotional and soulful and we look at teaching men how to achieve optimal health. So it's not about going on a diet, it's about learning the skills of understanding what your body wants and needs and when, how to listen to your body. So we, you know, we speak to a lot of men that say, I'm, I'm, I'm not well, I went to the doctor and this is what's been shown. When when did you receive the signs? When What was happening years ago that well, I didn't receive any? And as we talk further, we find out that actually, yes, there were signs, signals and symptoms that your body was sending. They just didn't know how to listen to them. So we teach them how to listen to their body, how to get to know themselves and what's right for them because what's right for them is not right for someone else. So it's incre- these are life skills that are so incredibly important to understand what your body wants from you and how it communicates with you at any given time during the day. It's always communicating with you and for you to be able to respond in a way that your body wants and you can, can communicate back, that's going to help you achieve optimal health means that you're going to be living your best life and you're going to be your best self because we can't have men being their best selves if they're having headaches all day every day or back pain or they're fatigued every day and they're wondering why. You know, to be able to learn the skills to connect with yourself, you know why immediately and you can remedy that straight away so you're getting back to being your best. So if you're on mind camps, I believe it's going to be a Zoom situation? Yes, absolutely. Um, Yeah, we've got a lot of clients in America. So obviously we Zoom over there and um, we're all around the world. So Zoom has worked really, really well. And how can they get in touch, Nant? What's the best way to find you? Um, Nant at nantnisson.com or just go to nantnisson.com, the website, um, or nantnisson on LinkedIn. Always great chatting. Thank you, Nantnisson. Thank you so much, Chris. This Friday, there is a Mining Mental Health Sundowner in Caratha running from 6 till 8 o'clock. Lockie Samuel, a.k.a. the FIFO Mental Health Guy, is one of the leading voices in FIFO Mental Health across Australia. Uh, he's been organising this event tomorrow. Uh, Lockie, what can people expect? 
Yeah, so tomorrow night it's held by the Association for Mental Health and Mining, which I started last year. Started in Perth, we've been to Kalgoorlie, and now this is the first one in the Pilbara, and then next week is Jero. But uh, tomorrow we've got Lani Duckett from Pilbara Psych and Assessment, who uh, Rio Tinto recommended. So she's coming in, she's speaking for about 20 minutes, um, sharing what she's learnt as someone who actually lives in town and provides like psychological mental health services to businesses and mining businesses as well so she's going to share her insights her lessons um, and the idea is the audience coming in they learn from the speaker they get to net- network with each other over free food and drinks after the the talk and and the hope is we bring up the issues and we bring up potential solutions for people within the room from those mining businesses to take away to engage that speaker uh, and then ultimately to implement and hopefully speed up the process with which we're changing mining mental health culture it's fascinating isn't it and i know that you've been doing a big tour you you came through karath you went right around regional wa with your tour was it was there sort of a key thing that sort of came out when you were chatting to people on the ground regarding fifo life and, and, and mining life and some things that maybe you know the mining industry can focus on a bit more yeah i think uh, for for the resis so like panawanaka tom price um, Onslow and then going through Karafa, the people who live in town I think for the most part it was just a case of like look we don't really have access to the support services like you do in Perth mm. um, which is a big reason why we want to do these sundowners so that people can connect and, and share their solutions rather than you know waiting. I think the wait time for Perth is like two to four weeks and then going around those small uh, residential mining towns it was like six weeks to six months depending on you know where you are and who you are so that that was a big one for them not being able to get that support straight away Mm -hmm. Uh, and then for the FIFO workers it's mostly around communication like communicating with your partner and making sure you tell your partner what you need and you let your partner tell you what they need so you're not assuming what each other needs getting frustrated with each other for not meeting those needs and then becoming like spiteful and resentful and taking that back to work. Yeah, that's a really interesting one. Yeah, I've been married for a bunch of years now, and I think that's sort of the key thing, that in any problem that we've had, basically the answer has been communication. And it's so like, it's just, it's like a four by four hit me over the head every time. It's like communication, communication, and I work in communications, right? And uh, it's, it's the, I mean, we all have it, right? We just kind of don't, exactly express our thoughts and our feelings and stuff and yeah it's interesting that 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 obviously would play a big part in FIFO life especially if you're you know, away from each other for a couple of weeks and whatnot yeah what I've found and I was I was just thinking Pablo tread lightly man <laughs> be careful what you say <laughs> but <laughs> with what I've found is that usually it's you know everyone's assuming I've been with you for so long x amount of years you should know what I want Totally. Or know what I need already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's where a lot of that frustration <laughs> comes from. <laughs> it is at the Hula Bar tomorrow night, Mighty Mental Health Sundown in Karatha, 6 till 8 o'clock. Uh, as Lockie mentioned, jump on Google and search through Eventbrite. Uh, mate, we'll see you in Karatha very shortly. Oh, thank you so much, Pablo. For the very latest mining news in WA, stream the Mining HQ podcast. Available now on the Listener app, L-I-S-T-N-R.